Good evening, everyone. Joshin here. Thank you so much for joining me. Kia ora, namaskar, and greetings. So today we are celebrating a very special festival in Ireland, Halloween, also known as Shawin. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And and I was very interested to find out that this actually Halloween actually originated in Ireland, and it was the Irish immigrants that brought it to the United States in the 1800s. So it actually originated here in Ireland, where I am, and uh, in a place called Kishkorn Mountain Caves, which was seen as portals to the other world. It's also related to harvest as well. And I remember being in India around this time, actually, some years ago, and I was at a place called Nanda Nagar, and Dada Ramananda was... Um, with us he since has since passed away and we were there on that night and uh, it's called the Deepavali night and um, he was telling the story of the sort of the origins of Deepavali and he was talking about the fact that um, during this time they lit so many different lamps and those um, lights were, would attract all the insects and because this was the time when the food had, I think it had been harvested or was to be harvested, something like that. And so, so they wanted to protect their crops by lighting these lights and drawing the insects away from the crops. So it had a practical origin. And then, of course, it came to, it, it evolved and changed into something very spiritual where it becomes like light, light the lamp of my heart. It's about spiritual awakening. So I thought I'd share with you a, a song written by Papa Rantan Saka, a very popular song called Deepavali, and um, I, I hope I hope you enjoy it. But just before I share with you the, the read you the translation and sing you that song, Deepavali, I'd like to share with you an interview I had with Penelope, who's very interested in the Irish history and wanted to. And I asked her for her perspective on Halloween, so that's following now. Thank you. So I've um hello listeners, I've got a very special person on on the line at the moment and her name is Penelope and she's she's really an amazing woman and she's got so much um knowledge about about Irish history. And so I invited her just to say a little bit about she's also an amazing musician, by the way. And I just invited her to just talk about the significance of Halloween to Irish people. So welcome, Penelope, and um, thank you so much for joining us. Wow, it's an honor. I'm, I'm, I'm blown away, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we, would, we would love to hear um, your point of view on Halloween and the meaning that it has or your uh, take on it. Uh, yeah, that's more accurate. Thank you. Um, yeah. As you know, and are experiencing directly, um, the island of Ireland has uh, a very strong kind of collective spirit, very tribal perhaps still um, today, but very much um, made up of individuals <laughs> and very strong, strong spirits uh, in each individual um, living here. Yeah. So um, I think we'd all be quite allergic to, to professing any a degree of expertise on any subject matter. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, so I suppose my background and why you're asking me is I've, I've lived in Ireland for most of my life and I came here when I was well, a lot younger than today. And <laughs> um, when I came, if you can hear me. I yes, connection perfectly. Was no, it's perfect. Great. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, special times. When I came here, it was um, around this time of the year. Um, and, you know, Halloween, I was born, as you know, on Turtle Island in New York City. Yes. So Halloween, quite a different connotation there. And sure, I kind of felt grown up when I came to Ireland and like I'd left all that behind and, you know, hadn't thought about it for a while. But around this time of year, people would be saying like, Happy New Year, Happy New Year, Happy New Year. And I thought, okay. And um, when I first arrived, um, my life was, it was kind of transitory and it's an amazing blessing because, well, what I was told and what I learned since was that, um, and at the time was that it's quite quite uh, it wasn't too far from the way things were um a long 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 time ago where we would gather at the cross quarter days so at the traditional feast days like Stalin, which which is the precursor to what's called halloween these days yeah um and lunasa the first of august um bialtana the first of may or springtime and um in Bollock, um, you know, Bridget's Day. Yes. The, the, sorry, that would have been the first day of spring and um, Bialtana would be the first day of summer, the first of May. So it's kind of different from the way when I was little in New York City, you know, we'd have different calendar dates for the first days of the seasons. Um, yeah. Anyway, so the reasoning behind the whole, you know, um, Celtic New Year, as it's sometimes called, Stalin, Yes. Um, which is spelled and what probably people from like America would, would pronounce it as it's spelled in English, Samhain, but in Irish it is Samhain, or yeah. depending on the part of the country, Samhain or Samhain, so it depends where where you're, you're from if you're saying it in Irish. Um, so I guess um, probably Wikipedia or anywhere else would say that the ancient Celts would have a worldview where the year is divided into two halves, the light half of the year and the dark half of the year. And that Samhain was the beginning of the dark half of the year, which also um, initiated the year. It began with the dark of the year. And I suppose um, very strong, um, you know, um, I suppose female... Um, roots then because in the dark you know it's a it's night time festival it's the eve all hallows eve right translated so that begins the night before right so that's the night of Samhain so tonight uh, which leads into the first of November which is the, the commencing of Samhain you know it actually means I mean in a different way um Literally, it is the month of November, so the right. eve of the no- month of November. I, that's not really what it means, but just if you're going to take it apart from a literal point of view, um, so it's a nighttime, you know, which is associated with, um, I suppose, the female principle of the moon, yeah, um, the dark, um, and all this juicy magic that happens in that time, and of course, the dark half of the year being okay the light half to contrast it um 
being everything outward, growing, flourishing, abounding, um, sensuality, sexuality, all that wonderful blossoming and fruiting that happens in the light half of the year. So by contrast, the dark half of the year, this inward um, reflection, digestion of all that has you know, happened in the light half of the year. Um, and I guess traditionally it's kind of this time of as reflected in nature, in our out, outer world, this, um, the round of the year, this time of death and rebirth, rebirth, um, kind of symbolized by the, the growing light. So at Samhain, you're at dark moon, you're at, although this year we have a full moon, yes. a super full moon, a yes. super blue full moon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so it's super, super, super amazing. Well, everything this year is pretty super. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this dark half the year, um, and as people in the know, know that um, Celtic people are deeply uh, spiritual people. So that it's very significant. Um, I feel kind of it's quite powerful and beautiful that you know one would begin the year with the dark half of the year, mm. a nighttime start, you know, yes. and it really lends weight to this this whole the value of our inner process of this spiritual like sojourn or journey into the deep dark, you know being transformed it, and it will be transformed into the light half of the year all of all of our intentions mm. all, all of those you could call it detoxification spiritually and soulfully coming to fruit in the light half of the year mm. isn't it powerful how you know this this other side which in our popular culture um, is a bit out of balance because it's not given much airtime, as it were, except for on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what do you think of this thing about this being a time where this they say the portals are open between the other world and this world where fairies and other travellers can move between the two worlds? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> so everything that I said before was kind of a, kind of, you know, just like plumping up the pillows and the duvet of this fertile bed of taking in my take on Samhain. Um, so if, if you can absorb everything that I've said so far, um, that leads us to the other piece, which is that, okay, if it's the initiation of the dark half of the year, then it's straddling the light half and the dark half of our year. Um, therefore, that portal is quite thin in this liminal space. And as such, if you can take on board the concept that we are spirit in contained in a, in a physical vessel, then it's like, okay, all this other spirit, all these other entities all these other worlds, universes, and beings like ourselves right now are quite accessible. And, you know, so in popular culture, it's like, oh, it's the, 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 the time of the year when the veil is the thinnest between those two worlds are manifest, physical, 
um, world, perceived um, sense-based world, and the, um, I suppose you could call it the invisible universe. It's a kind of easy way. I'm just plucking out of the air here. Um, and so, therefore, um, it's interesting how only this year it's been brought to my attention. I'm in contact with a lot of women from um, Spanish-speaking parts of the world. And around this time of the year, um, Day of the Dead, Día de los Muertos, is uh, celebrated and observed. And so it shares a lot in common with that. And, of course, Mexico and Ireland are not the only civilizations or societies or parts of the world where there is a honoring and celebrating and nurturing and caring for um, our beloved dead, those who have yeah. come before, yeah. all our ancestors, all those who bring us to where we are right now. Yes. So it's, you know, people do um, visit graves and, you know, have picnics and recount stories of times past, especially with loved ones that are no longer with us. Yes. Mm. Oh, thank you for thank you for sharing that. And uh, I was just wondering if there's anything you'd like to say, um, anything you'd like to share with the listeners before we end our podcast. Okay. Um, just a simple wish and a prayer. Um, it's a very interesting times we're living through right now, and I know that we each individually and collectively are are experiencing perhaps extremes in, in what we would normally expect to be feeling and thinking. And, and just as we enter into Samhain to, you know, somehow embrace everything that has brought us to now and to stand firm in the earth and um, underneath the, the star of our destiny and know that we were, were perfectly prepared to bring healing and love and joy and peace to every everyone and everything we, we come into contact with. Mm, mm. That's all. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that, Penelope. Really, really do. Oh, thank you for inviting me in. So much love to you. Same to you. Because I've arranged the lights to welcome you, beloved. Now come and take your seat in my heart with your slow steps and garments ever new. Come, come into my heart with more song and more dance, radiating your tender smile. Come into my mind with rhythm and new delight exuding your charming vibration. Oh, my God. 